You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Boss Hog of Liberty Podcast. This is episode number 199 of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. Jeremiah Morrill here today, joined by co-host Jesse Riddle, producer Zach Burcham, special returning guest, uh, county councilwoman Susan Hoon, county councilwoman Betsy Mills, sixth time returning, she reminded me. Uh, checks in the mail, Betsy. Ooh. And uh Returning guest, but first time, I think, as a county commissioner yes, now, absolutely. Bobby Plummer. What are we talking about, uh, Equate Dakota? Yeah, so I'm going to try to do Dakota's job here. Uh, we're going to talk about the IRS stimulus arriving, House Bill 1381, Henry County Solar Ordinance, Henry County AV in the courthouse. It's been like six years. Henry <laughs> County New Shell Building. That's been like 10 years. <laughs> County adding a chaplain. I don't even know what that is. And returning to normal. And then, uh, Betsy's got a busy week coming up. That's right. Uh, word is I'm going to, this is like three out of the next four days. I'm going to see Betsy. It's going to be awesome. Or three out of the next five, something like that. Uh, this show is better lives in rural Indiana where it push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh, but hopefully you'll always learn something new. Producer Zach, we just did a uh, 15 minute uh, story on why every time I go somewhere, it costs me $1,400. Yeah, I'm better you than me. Um, <laughs> so, uh, good to do some Patreon thank yous to the people that pay the bills. If you're in the chat already, Andrew Bowman, overachieving, has already got all the uh, T chip links up in there. If you if you don't want to be a Patreon member, well, we love Patreon members because they keep the uh, the building warm and cozy in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. Um, and if you you can donate any amount, they suggest five dollars uh, in. I think Mason is the one that like throws a penny by every time he drives by on his way to his job. I think he gives us his Aldi quarter once a week. Basically, that's what happens. Although I, I saw some fun jokes about people got their stimulus. Like I just left my Aldi cart in the parking lot. I don't need that. (laughs) I've got that kind of money. I don't have to turn my cart at Aldi anymore. I just leave that. I just leave the cart there. Uh, But if you contribute fifty or more dollars a month, we uh, we thank you every episode because you're awesome. And uh, so we got to thank Chris Lamb. Christy Avery, who was, I mean, jolly on the spot in the video today. She, before we even had the sound going and then Jonathan Phillips. And then I'm not sure if, uh, Mr. Bowman shared the link for, uh, Anthony Myers GoFundMe, but he's out there hauling stuff around, keeping America running during this pandemic. He's uh, he's truck driver trying to go independent because he does not like working that corporate life. So we're trying to help him out. Uh, yep. Check out the T-Chip store. Uh, I've, I have uh, been refreshing that IRS where's my money uh, page. And it's like new phone who dis from the IRS. They have, I've paid taxes for like 20 years and they know who I am, but I log in and they, they're like, yeah, we need more information. The, we don't know who the hell you are. What's I'm the like, percentage of people involved in the boss hog or in the, uh, like the Chris Spangle network to have had their stimulus checks held up? It is, it Cause, is, cause Spangle's, Spangle's ironic was, how many of us yes. have had and on this, really? this little wall network have had troubles. The first one flowed through no trouble whatsoever. Came in first day, got it. My wife and I good to go. Second one. 
Uh, it took them quite a while to admit that I was a citizen, and then I got a live check, and it was mailed the day of the insurrection at the at this <laughs> capital. And I'm like, oh my god, they mailed this from Washington D.C. as they're burning, they get ready to burn the city down. I'm never going to get it. Uh, and then at this time, everybody's like, hey, yeah, it's you know, some people said they got it on Saturday. Yeah. Everybody's like, I got bank, mine yesterday. The bank website keeps saying, yeah, St. Mm-hmm. Patrick's got Day, you're going to get it. It'll come in. You're great. I I, I keep checking. And uh, nothing. I think the people I felt most sorry for, some people saw it on like Saturday, but then their bank said, you're not actually going to get it till like Tuesday or Wednesday. Ours posted Saturday as pending and it's still not. It's Oh, it's still sitting there. Like, I'm like, oh, that would be, I mean, like, I just was like, the website said Wednesday, it hit on Wednesday. And so somebody pointed out that's a great day for St. Patrick's Day. People are heading back out to the bars for the first time. Fourteen hundred dollars. Around for the bar. <laughs> Everything's fourteen hundred dollars. Go see that. Go see that Patreon. People are gonna need a lot of livers. <laughs> yeah, we were uh, over the weekend. I was. Uh, I, it, we had some chilly nights, so we were camping and we watched some Ron White on the uh, on the Netflix. I think and his. He was making jokes about how at this point his ID card just mentions the organs he needs to have replaced or whatever. <laughs> oh. the, the, uh, he's not a donor. He's yeah. He's recipient. Yeah. He's just on the list of stuff he'd, he'd like to have have a, a fresh start with. That's great. Probably a liver for him. Yeah. So I don't know. Keep uh, stay tuned. Uh, apparently the IRS website it's a uh, refresh it every day. Uh, it would don't bother going back three times a day because they only check it once every so often. But uh, and then for me it was like the most vague thing ever. It's like. Uh, yeah, you're either not going to get it at all, or we just haven't got to you yet. So they give you the same message and it's either a denial or, oh, yeah, you're getting it. You're fine. I haven't filed my taxes since last time and I got it the last two times. So I know I'm not in that category of you shouldn't get it. I'm just ignored. Or so I don't know. Whatever. I just voted wrong apparently. So well, <laughs> or, I speak, I mean. <laughs> or I speak too much. I don't know. One, one of those. Maybe we're being profiled on the wall network. I was reminded today that, uh, I guess our dear leader on the Weird Libertarians Network Spangle has, uh, He's on a on a one week timeout from Facebook too, so whatever. It, it's the uh, the <laughs> the censorship has been real. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the deplatforming censorship, whatever. It's I've yeah I've I've played nice. I've actually I've never I've never been banned. I've never been put in timeout. I've never bullied anybody. I'm knocking on the table because it'll probably happen tonight. Uh, but uh, <laughs> do, you, tonight. do you plan on bullying these people? Uh, or some people in line? Bullying? No, it's just stuff happens. We said it probably happened tonight. Sometimes they go back Monday. on stuff that you posted. Yeah, you could. I could have said something offensive well, like true. six years ago. My brother that got now I, retroactively. I've already bad. deleted all that stuff. Well, I don't have that. Yeah, kind my of brother time. got it for a meme they, he shared a like two years ago, and he got Seriously? it like, and it was like two years after the fact. Wow. He's like, what happened? And it was, I mean, it, it was a tasteless meme, but offensive. I don't know. See, that's why you only post about your dog or you like coffee or stuff like that. Or or you just abandoned Facebook and Susan, Yeah, Susan's off Facebook. So I had to, we had to go old school texting. I had like a, a phone tree to get Susan on today, but it worked out. <laughs> Can you turn her up just a touch for me, Zach? Yeah. We've got, uh, we'll try to, we'll try to make it work. Sorry. It's all good. Hey, that one sounded good. Well, she's so, okay. she's so soft-spoken. I know. Not, not to yes. say that Betsy and no I are not ever heard me raise my voice before. Use yeah. my mom voice. With your gavel. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to... You know how to use the gavel. It's it's inspiring. We're gonna have to have the president. So Susan is the president of the Henry County Council. We got to have you using your president's voice. Your yes, command, I will try to do that. All right, perfect. So it's go. it's a good seg- segue in. So uh, I think all three of you have been very involved uh, in Henry County's efforts. 
in being involved in the legislation that's yes. been flowing through the General Assembly. Uh, there's what's known as House Bill 1381, uh, which re- deals with uh, home rule, but specifically in relation to zoning of wind or industrial wind and industrial solar. Right. Uh, and to paint the groundwork, the state of Indiana has said that the zoning and regulation of those installations at a ca- is, is governed at the county level through planning commissions and ordinances that are controlled by the county commissioners. Uh, over the last five or six years, it's been a major conversation and something we've talked about through the entire existence of the uh, Boss Hogger Liberty podcast, and we followed the story. Uh, State Representative Ed Soliday uh, filed a bill at the beginning of this session uh, that went through committee in the House, was passed by the House of Representatives, uh, and now ha- is getting ready to transition over to the Senate. I know Susan has testified, and I don't. Betsy, yeah, Betsy, I, and uh, yeah, Bobby both, both also got to testify. Mm-hmm. I think it was over a period of a couple of weeks yes. because there were some time management issues, but the COVID and committees and all of that stuff. Yeah, but Susan was yeah. the first one to I get got, to speak. <laughs> yes, I signed up to speak before I went to bed. Okay, one or two in the morning. Mm-hmm. Ended up first in line, so I got to speak. You know, for the first, yeah, for the first hearing. So help help paint the picture for us as to where where things are at in the process, what this bill means to communities like Henry County, mm-hmm. uh, and what the outlook is, and what 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 you're trying to accomplish from here. Can we talk about like what home rule is first? Because yeah, I think it's yeah. kind of confusing. I've had to learn a lot about it. Um, so home rule was actually established in our state in 1980, and it runs under the principle that the federal government should conduct the business that exists in the national constitution. Indiana should do its business as a state based on what's in the state constitution. Everything else falls to local government. And so since the state legislature passed that we would be a state of home rule, they have steadily chipped away at it over Mm -hmm. the years in a million different directions. And uh, there's another bill that actually – uh, Representative Solday this year, I think it's 1164. Yep, 1164. Um, and it also attacks home rule by it, it uh, creates state level regulation on cell towers and utility matters. Um, and it removes local decision making. So I think we all have opinions about wind and solar, but more than anything, I think we all agree that local decision making is better decision making. We can make better decisions for ourselves than Indianapolis can for us or Washington, D.C. can for uh, A one size fits all doesn't doesn't work whether it's wind or solar or boar's head or walmart or puppies and kittens or you can replace wind and solar those two words with anything and it's a bad bill we had discussion months ago about the use of 5g towers right Mm -hmm. and i didn't realize at that time that had actually already been taken out of the control of Uh local government did you already know at that time that i had been done because i didn't know until you told me when we were talking about 1381. I, I had, I, I did know that it you had been taken. That. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I would have been testifying for that bill too, if I right. had known it was happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we don't even know what the state's trying to do. So the, right. the, the soliday the argument or the reasoning for this being offered, I assume follows the same logic of the federal government controlling or be influencing interstate commerce. So if somebody's trying to do business between Indiana and Ohio or Indiana, Indiana and Illinois, the federal government would would be involved in that. So I, I assume I this is how, if somebody's you know. trying to build a project in multiple counties that they don't have to navigate three or four or five different counties. Well, and, and, oh, go ahead. Oh, well, there's 30, I think 30, 
32 or 34, I've heard different numbers. There's 32 or 34 counties that have some sort of ordinance or moratorium restricting wind or solar, wind or solar or both. Um, and he has made the statement that these counties need to, um, we need to have wind and solar because companies, corporations say that they want, want renewables and they won't come in without it. But what they're wanting to do is you, tell you Henry also, County. You also have you, policy from the state that correct. says, hey, NIPSCO or Duke Cor- yes. or whoever, you have to buy 10% Cor- of yes. a yes. renewable. Correct. So then they're saying, well, we have to put it somewhere. Correct. But what they're wanting to do is, for example, I'll just use Henry County. We're going to make Henry County full of solar or wind to increase the economic development of Hamilton County or Lake County. So they are squashing our economic development to prop up another, another county's economic development. It was, it was really interesting and illuminating to watch all of us were there the first day that it was introduced. And that was the day you got to speak. And uh, Chairman Soliday spoke about the rationale for the bill. And she just did a really good job of describing it, that it's supposed to be for economic development, that supposedly we are losing economic development from companies who are mad. We don't have enough wind or solar, even though we're 12th in the country with regards to wind power production. Um, it's, he wrote this bill only consulting the renewable industry. He, he talked to wind companies and solar companies and it shows this bill is a love letter to that, to that industry. And it's consulted no elected officials. It's consulted nobody who has a different opinion. Um, all the people who spoke in favor of it at the state house, the two days we were there were either lobbyists or uh, people that stood to benefit financially, whereas the other side was all elected officials and average citizens, which I think really says a lot. It's been an interesting evolution because um, wind companies have tried, you know, tried to come into Indiana for quite some time and they have been, they've complained now that they started to come in and then they were pushed out. But where we stand right now, they're complaining that there's ambiguity. There's actually not ambiguity. Now we are at a point where there's no ambiguity or not much ambiguity. Um, local governments have decided they don't want. And you 30% know, these pro- of counties have said don't right. come. So there's no ambiguity. They have their answer. They need to look elsewhere. Well, it's not even don't come. It's or come under the safe ordinances we've now created. Right. We're Randolph County, obviously, has wind turbines. They're actually building. They have decided that that is a good fit for that county. They decided that. So wind companies are saying we don't want ambiguity, but that's just what they're saying out loud. What they really want is a forced foot in. Yes. Because mm-hmm. there's really not ambiguity anymore. So Benton County, I, th- I assume Warren County, White County, Randolph County have been accepting or mm-hmm. encouraging. Yeah. But communities like Henry County or M- Montgomery County have said no. Mm-hmm. Right. Delaware, it's, Wayne. Or it's going to be tough. Yeah. You're going to have to. You're going to have to abide by tougher rules. Right. Doesn't mean you can't come in, but your, your setbacks are going to have to be different. Um, right. or, you know, well, the setback for Henry County, it's, yes, the set, it's, yes, the it's, setback you can't is, find a place to make it work. Correct. Right. That correct. Are in the new ordinance, the current ordinance. You're, you are correct in that, but, um, you so, know, so how's the conversation been going? Obviously it's, it's past the house, but that's mm-hmm. only the halfway point. So it still would have to get through the Senate and then get a governor's signature mm-hmm. or go back through everybody's approval. Mm-hmm. How has the conversation been? How, how have you been received in your testimonies to the house? And I assume you'll be testifying on the Senate side as well. Well, I mean, they've I been hope. polite. <laughs> um, uh, court, oh, well, I'll say they've been cordial. Um, I felt like they but, were unwelcoming while yeah. I was speaking. I 
I saw some eyes rolling and they hassled you. They, yeah. they, they did hassle her. They don't want to be told that what they're doing is hypocritical mm-hmm. because they told us a few years ago, they had nothing to do with this. Go take care of it yourselves. They go, go deal with it. No one level. likes to be told they're wrong, which is right. what we're seeing. They're doing. You're out of your lane. You told us yourself, you're out of your lane doing this and we're going to do it anyways. So I, I don't think they want to be called to the carpet on that. So looking forward to the Senate side, do, are you optimistic that the bill is going to be defeated or do you, do you have a feel yet? I guess it's hard to say. Well, yeah. so, I assume there's going to be a call to action for citizens to contact Mike Gaskell. There, there and, has and, been, there and, has been a wrong that yeah, that is right. happening and has been happening. Um, what? Eight weeks. Yeah. Six, eight weeks. Well, and a little bit of context I think is really important that, this has been, I think, a watershed moment for a lot of people around the state. And there's actually a group that has been created to address this um, idea of home rule being eroded by the state over and over and over. And I'm going to give them a plug. They're actually called Hoosiers for Home Rule. They're on Facebook. They're on Twitter. Um, and they have a website. It's a 501c4. And essentially, um, I think we're all, we've all, you know, been slightly active in it. And it's, it's, it's people from all around the state. It's nonpartisan. There are Democrats, Republicans, Libertarians. I think people who don't even identify with a party, but they all recognize that this erosion of home rule in Indiana is really, really dangerous. Mm-hmm. And so today it's wind and solar or the 1164 bill has to do with regulation of uh, utilities. But, you know, seizing control from local government is really, really scary. So um, I think we're really seeing momentum build up. We just, this was the very last bill in the state house to be assigned this session. And I think that says something. They is it in the energy committee or utilities? Utilities. They, um, we didn't know if it would even be assigned or if they were going to try to slip it in somewhere else. Um, you have to even looking at the groups who oppose this, um, the Association of Indiana Counties, which is a huge lobbying group. We're all members. This is the lobbying group that represents local officials. I mean, that's their only purpose. Um, Farm Bureau has come out against this bill, which is fascinating. They're not anti-renewable by any sense, but they are pro-local decision making because they understand it with regards to agriculture. So this uh, this bill, there's other groups too. Um, Association of uh, Indiana Association of County Commissioners. Yeah. Because the home rule concept is important for agriculture. It's it's the right to farm right. conversation. There right. are there, there are, are other there things. are a lot of yes. aspects to home rule that are yes. controlled. And this bill potentially, even though it's targeted towards these two installations. It's a very slippery slope. It, it could What's crack the next? The door What's the next? Precedent. It is a very, and here's the interesting thing about uh, the 1164 bill where it's going for cell towers. Interesting enough, people in the house that voted for uh, 1381 to take away home rule for that, several of them, I don't know how many, voted against 1164. Really? Yep, because... Hamilton County, you know, I, I don't, because it affected I, I, it, them. It affected, them. It, affected right. them. it didn't, the 1381 didn't affect their county, so Hamilton County depends, or what, you know, yeah. for, for if, when someone's really affected, they stop and think, uh-huh. do I really want local control not to apply here? Correct. And we, but we should all stand up together and say, yeah. no matter whether we're impacted right now or not, right. this is where. So I'm against absolutely. 1381 against 1164. On principle. On principle. Yes. Yes. And as local elected officials, I think we get that. Like I, Mm -hmm. I didn't used to think that way before, but now being in that position, I feel like it's our duty to be fighting to protect our local decision making for the future, no matter what the topic is. Like you said before, this is a bad bill, no matter what. No matter what. Strip the language, throw in anything. It's a Mm -hmm. bad bill. 
but really we need to. We're going to put ice cream shops on every corner and you must put them here. Bad bill. Bad bill. So let's, let's talk about the, the solar side. Henry County has had a very Mm -hmm. much a long ongoing conversation about wind. There's an ordinance in place that makes it essentially impossible to add any Mm -hmm. more industrial wind in, in the County. Uh, with the exception of the one, we'll call it educational one, uh, in, in Shenandoah, in, in Shenandoah. Uh, the baby, the baby, yeah, the little one, uh, the demo model. The uh, county has two wind, uh, two solar projects that are potentially coming. Uh, my understanding is that in 2020 there was not an ordinance dealing Correct. with solar, so uh, there's a project called the Bellflower Solar Project that was proposed and got a commission approved use through the planning commission last mm-hmm. fall. And then after that was approved, essentially giving that project the green light to go ahead and get built in the Southern part of the County, Henry County said the commissioners at the time said, now we're going to put a moratorium in. There'll be no future development until a solar ordinance is in place. Correct. The planning commission then worked on a solar ordinance that got to uh, December of last of 2020 and the planning commission said, Hey, do you want to move forward or not? The commissioner said they, they took no action. I believe in January, the commissioners actually said no uh, okay. and started the process over. No. Well, yes and no. In December, the commissioners voted to reject the solar ordinance. And then in January, it gets a little confusing with the, with how this works. So they rejected the solar ordinance. So then the commissioners had to write a letter explain why did you reject, you know, what. So that letter went out in January. That goes to the planning commission. The planning commission could have either accepted the commissioner's rejection, rejection, rejected the commissioner's rejection, or do nothing. You serve on both now. You are I the, do serve on both You are both the now. county commissioner's yes. representative to the planning commission. Yes. So I, yes. I should clarify that yes. to the audience as yes. well. Um, so, so many hats. Yeah. So many hats. Uh, so that's what went before the planning commission in January. So the planning commission voted, um, uh, and there was some ha ha ha's about it. I mean, it was, uh, voted to, instead of do any of those things, cause they had 45 days to act, uh, to write a letter back to the commissioners. They made a motion to write, have the attorney write a letter back to the commissioners wanting more information which I was like, I think I'll abstain from voting on this because since I'm going to get the letter, you know, okay. uh, and they were like, ha ha, ha you know, it, I mean, it was kind of funny. Um, and so the letter went back, another response was given. Then it went back to uh, the planning commission in February. And again, they could accept the rejection, reject the rejection or do nothing. They rejected the rejection. It goes back to the commissioners. We could, Take any Except one of the, the rejection or do nothing. So, uh, so, or we could reject the we could reject the rejection or do nothing. Uh, so the reject it, it was rejected. Um, and at the last meeting, uh, we introduced um, the original solar ordinance and a modified version uh, that was put into record uh, that was written by three citizens. And then we independently discuss what we would like to see changed in the, the original solar ordinance. So let's, I want to take the temperature. I guess, That's all elected, kind of confusing. Yeah, I, uh, I understand of, that. of the elected officials mm-hmm. that are here and Jesse and, and Zach, anybody that's in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know that wind is an absolute non-starter for the community. Uh, is solar 
heading in the same direction or do you think no. that there's going to be an ordinance where you're going to see some of the larger we've got two large projects that are potentially coming one it sounds like it's 85 percent there and the other one is out ominously there Bellflower bellflower is it, bellflower is coming yeah bellflower is coming um, um but the this next era project i guess is the other is that the, the name mm-hmm, of the developer yep mm-hmm. are are do we have the expectation that henry county is going to be set up to be able to bring some of these investments in I be- I believe that there will be some solar. Uh, it's just trying to figure out: Do we want to have 176,000 acres of farm ground turned into uh, solar panels, um, or you know, it's finding that balance. So Bellflower uh, was set up with property value with guarantee. property value guarantees. Yes, and um, I have not been very involved in it at all. But mm-hmm. um, is that something that looks like it's going to? Yeah, property value guarantees will. I, I personally don't see that a solar ordinance would pass without property value guarantees. And it, the property value guarantee essentially comes in and says, Hey, Mr. Landowner that lives next to me for, we're going to have, we both agree to have your house appraised. Mm-hmm. And we say right now, before we build this project, it's worth a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. We're going to say that an established point in time, your house is still going to be worth that or else we're going to make you good for it. Correct. So six months, a year from now, whatever right. that number is. You know what? We, 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 they're a non-participating landowner. Um, you know, I, oh my gosh, I just can't stand it or whatever. Um, and then they will make it, they will make it right. Okay. Yeah. So they'll fix, they'll, they'll, they'll either buy, yeah, happy. they'll, yeah, they'll make them happy. So, so I would think that the more densely populated an area is, mm-hmm. the more a Susan, company, you- I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I was, I would, I'm- use your mom voice, Susan. I would think that the more densely populated area that a company is trying to get into, the harder that would be because it's going to be more expensive potentially. Exactly. exactly. And the, the Bellflower uh, project, I believe that there's only about 12 uh, properties in in the Henry it County was, area. Right. This, this, it was in that a very low populated area. Rush County and Rush Henry County. Rush County and right. Henry County, yes. Catches both. Yeah, yeah, just east both. of Dunreath yeah. in the south. Uh, and there's not, you know, there's only about 12 homeowners and many of the the landowners um in that area are actually lease signers. The, the It was a yeah, it was a low impact for it was for, a non- impact. Mm-hmm. Participating for non-participating people. Well, and if it mm-hmm. comes in the right way, I mean, for me, uh, and wind and solar are very, very different in my mind with regards to how it impacts the community. But um, for, for me, it's about your home is, for most of us, it's your greatest investment. And so if we're putting a project, a massive project in somebody's neighborhood, we've got to make sure we're we're not setting up a David and Goliath situation where someone's greatest investment is mm-hmm. severely impacted or they're boxed in on three or four sides with solar, you know, panels all around them because um, in Madison County there are homes with that project that are surrounded on three sides there are properties that so are surrounded did Madison County have an ordinance in place that you're they, looking at for did. yours well um, I have looked at some of theirs um, they uh, I think I believe that their original setbacks were only 50 feet and they've recently changed their setbacks to 500 feet okay um, after That's that project Came online. So 500 feet from the property from line? From property line. Okay. Mm-hmm. 500 feet from property line uh, from a non-participating. And, of course, all of these things are waivable by the non-participant. Uh, if they want to waive property value guarantees, they can. They want to waive a setback, they can. Um, and I think every ordinance has that mm-hmm. um, ability to the non-participating uh, property owner. I've been wearing 
councilwoman mills out about my property taxes. (laughs) Because, and and I think I'm I'm glad to hear that there's some opportunities for investment Mm -hmm. to come in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. From, from 2015 until the current year, my property taxes on my house, my, my value's not gone up. I actually got to go meet with the, uh, the county assessor this week and had this conversation with her as well. But my property tax has gone up 83% since 2015. What I'm You're living in the wrong area. It, I'm living in Henry Township. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that hasn't well, happened cool. to me. That hasn't happened to me. Either. No, my my property taxes. They don't like you. The IRS doesnn't like you. I, I it's just I, I, I at some point I'm going to think the county council doesn't not like me because the my so the rate has gone up. My assessed value has gone up just a touch, uh, and then I also pay um, I pay township taxes as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that we've had have had some increase in the township level taxes in Henry Township, and I think Spiceland has also experienced similar mm-hmm. similar issues. Spiceland, I, Spiceland makes more sense, but um, to I, some degree, yeah, I don't know. It's th- there's, there's, there's more development. There's various yeah, issues there is more and, th- deve- yeah. and things that happen. Uh, and this is entirely ignoring the fact that my water bill since I bought the house has gone from thirty dollars a month to a hundred dollars a month thanks to the wow. White Estate sewer project oh, that's my. in. Yeah. But yes. I look around at my neighbors. Since you've done yourself, that's also why you're getting. Well, yeah, it's fine. I, I listen. I will. I'll take the arrows, man. It's okay. But uh, looking around at my neighbors as well, I've got a next door neighbor who's you know same story. She's you know we'll say eighty, eighty five years old, and her taxes have gone up even more. Were you guys part of that great correction in Henry Township? There was I can't remember the de- details. I can't of it, remember but the details. Either. I know Kenan's yeah. talked about it and Chad's talked about it. Where something. Had to go back and be fixed or reset, and I don't know. Really, there's a change that happened on my taxes taxes. from from the the homestead credit to a lit tax credit. There's a change as well there. Uh, End result: eighty three percent up in like five years. Right. I don't like the trend line. Right. So I'm hoping that we find something to come in. So that we can have additional revenue to spread out across well, for the, the county the, to spread out across. We all want to grow the tax houses. base. Yeah, we all want to grow the tax base. We all want to make Henry County greater than it is today. I mean, um, the one thing that I would like to see, um, and Madison County did this. They did an economic impact on their on their solar. You know, what's the impact of taking that farm ground out of production? How does that flow? to all the various options, whether it's buying seed, fuel, tractor, you know, they right. did all of that. But um, at some point that's not, you know, the local county government's concern isn't to centrally plan agriculture. Oh, no, 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 it's no, to no, let the landowner no, no. decide what's the best use oh, of that absolutely. land that I own. Ab- I, I understand that. I absolutely understand that. I think we need to find a, a balance um, because we want economic development. Was there tax impact to what you were just saying? I've, I've read the study, um, but I don't want to quote numbers right. without having that paper okay. in front of me. Um, but there's a, there's a, a balance between economic, you know, ec- good economic development. Um, and I would like to see, and this will never go, but I'm thinking, Hey, we have a solar farm coming in. Um, they say that these are the numbers and they put a little asterisk next to it and it says estimated. So the Bellflower um, estimates $15 million over in, the life, you know, over the life of the project in new mm-hmm. revenue for Henry County. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's a 30 year lifespan or 35, the, 35 year lifespan. So half million. I believe it's 35. I wouldn't want to. And that, that depends mm-hmm. upon the levy as well, right? Mm-hmm. That the, that's all estimated. Yeah, I assume all estimated. current numbers. Yeah. If, if Susan, Betsy and the, the other five decide that, we're raising the budget up, then the levy goes up and that number goes up as well. Mm-hmm. And then I have to pick at you and revolt and cry. But right. I'm right. like 
50 cents away from the 1% cap. So yeah. come at me, Betsy. You can't, you can't get it. I do not want to raise your taxes. You know, we, we have to find a balance. We, we have to find a balance. So, and we'll get there. We'll get there. So I haven't said a lot. So I'm consuming and trying to think. So um, the stuff that Betsy was talking about, uh, this affiliate, this association that's come together, is there a 501c4, you said? That's right. Mm-hmm. Who's just uh, for home rule? As long as I'm just more or less that they're official. They're not just some random Facebook group. Um, yes, they're except for taxes. They're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're very good at government. Yeah. Uh, so what is their mission? And has this county looked at them to partner with them? I guess here's my thing, right? Is like all this stuff is going to change. We're going to get towers. You're going to eventually get turbines because there's kind of a problem right now, right? The way that we did turbines is probably not ideal because turbine technology will change. Uh, And the way that it's probably worded, I haven't read the, the stuff and then you guys can educate me too, but right eventually turbines are going to go away from the the blade style and they might go into the more cylindrical style right so the setbacks may not make sense for the cylindrical ones as much as it did for the fans right so as technology advances um we we screw ourselves um with these setbacks when technology advances so uh, a couple things from my perspective right like i'm an engineering mind guy and whatever but a is there any time to like re look at all this stuff as technology changes, uh, have you guys adopted any frameworks or are there any frameworks that you guys can adopt to not just like every time some new technology comes in that we have to go through this stuff <laughs> um, to kind of like, and like get and ruffle every ruffle everybody's feathers where it's like, no, we just kind of have a framework we work through. This is how we adopt technology or some sort of, you know, massive infrastructure changes. Cause it's really, it's a, most of the time it's infrastructure related. Right. So, uh, are, is that organ? My question, I guess, is: Is that organization proposing and working on frameworks for counties to adopt? Because that really should be, from my perspective, their their goal is to like don't make every county try to decide this. It's very difficult. Like, hey, these things are based off of what's going on in the world. These are some really good guidelines, some framework you can adopt a boilerplate. You can modify it as you see fit for your county, but you at least have a starting point. So when stuff comes in, you kind of already know whether or not it's going to work or not. Uh, but and then the second part is, I definitely think that there needs to be some time when we come back and reevaluate um, uh, with wind energy, especially like as technology changes, becomes more efficient. They're not going to need these massive blades and all this stuff that kind of causes a lot more problems um, so that we can are not completely opposed to um, when let's say we're not. I have this problem. So I'm going to try to word this up. Everybody's like, I don't like cars because they emit they emit emissions. Right. And it's like, you don't like car. It's not that you don't like cars. You love cars. Everyone loves cars. The more cars we have, the better. We're all more distributed and everybody can get around. Everybody's self-dependent at that point. What you don't like is the fuel they use and what it does to the environment. Once that problem solved, the cars are not nearly as big of a problem. Once they solve the problems with wind turbines that you guys, that people don't like in the County, do you reevaluate wind energy? So like some of that stuff is something that I think through is like, did we screw ourselves by writing a bill? Like I, again, I don't know how the bill's written for wind energy and the setbacks and everything, but maybe we like think about, and this group should also think about, right. Is when, when energy term changes, maybe like setbacks are different for fans there versus they are for the cylindrical time. And the same thing for uh, solar panels, maybe there's some sort of multi-layered 
solar panel where they, they work vertically and they're not all completely just one layer, right? Like technology is going to change. When we work to create laws, we should be very, we shouldn't pigeonhole ourselves into completely overriding. It's just like this particular technology and the way it's implemented, we do not like. Right. So I think you're, what you're trying to ask in, in simplified terms is, are they willing to modify the existing ordinance well, I, when the I think technology every, changes? Everything, everything in government is fluid. Well, it's not very fluid. That's the problem. It takes a long time to change, right? Well, so trust me. (laughs) Yeah, you're three months in. Why haven't you fixed everything yet, uh, Bobby? Yeah, you know, at the corporate level, it's easy to fix things at the corporate level very quickly. Um, At the government level, not so much. Um, But everything is everything is fluid, right? Um, Even even in government, you know, laws change all the time, Um, and I think that. Everything is fluid, and well, you know, you just have to see what's coming through, what new technology. You know, that. I don't think anybody is. I mean, I don't think anybody is like. This is the line I'm drawing in the sand, and I'm never, ever, 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 ever in the next forty years going to change my opinion. Right, I'm thinking about more like if there is some sort of ordinance put in place for solar panels that. The, and like I said, this group may not do it. I would wish there's maybe there's another association that would be better fit. But like the type of solar technology we currently use may not be the same solar technology we use in 10 or 15 years. Correct. So when we write the bills and or the ordinances, we should specify the technology being used. And a case in point here is in Indiana, the, the jail or the um, uh, jaywalking law, right, specifies in print. Don't walk, walk like they're in quotes. Like they mean that like that. Ha- if the sign says don't walk or walk, that's the only time you could change. But now we've moved to hands and stuff. So now they're really, to me, there is no law on jaywalking <laughs> from a legal perspective. <laughs> I'll keep that anarchy. <laughs> but, but my point though, is that the technology changed, right? right. Uh, th- there's a case in point for CB uh, for THC. When they outlawed THC, they outlawed THC nine Delta nine. THC Delta eight is legal. You can go to your CBD stores here in Indianapolis or in Indianapolis and purchase it. You can buy THC. It will get you high. It is legal. So like it's, it's more about thinking about it from a, a legislator place, working with the associations who actually mm-hmm. are better fit to kind of help sculpt the language that needs to be written for the ordinance to make sense so that we, the next time that the new technology comes in, it's not like, Oh yeah, well we can't do that because we already, screwed ourselves it's oh now we have this new technology it provides it's the same it is wind energy whatever or it is solar but it isn't the same implementation Mm -hmm. and now it's different that's kind of my thing and like from a technical perspective like that's kind of my problem right now with government is it's they like whitewash it with a law a law and it never gets changed and they're like well it's completely illegal now and like which is the problem like they've had with cbd and everything for a while and technology other technologies and the, the world changes the and the technology. laws become antiquated or the ordinances become antiquated. Well, I think Correct. If, yeah. If the group's advocating for home rule, that's a, a good excuse for home rule because it's going to be a lot easier for our county commissioners to rewrite an ordinance for mm-hmm. Henry County than to try and get a state ordinance rewritten. Correct. It applies to the Correct. entire I state. Agree. Right. So, so even if, even if they're home rule, they're just trying to keep it in the home, like the smaller the government is, the more agile there is because it, you, can you imagine if there was a federal 
rule on something like that, what it would take to get that changed. Right. There is a federal rule. That's why they keep trying to land them here because the feds say that you have to have X amount of green energy in your Did you know in the state of Indiana, there's there's approximately 1,400 wind turbines in the state of Indiana? Number 12. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually are... The state of Indiana is... Yeah, we are. I know from the beginning of this, we've said, um, or at least many of us have said, a, a landowner, a landowner should be able to do what they want on their property if it doesn't grievously hurt their neighbor. Correct. So if we get to a point where, when technology is different, so you're not grievously harming your neighbor, then I think the whole conversation changes for many people. And in, right. in in the view, it sounds like of the majority of those in the room or maybe everybody in the room, that solar does have a place. It's not grievously affecting. Well, I haven't researched it very much because I knew it wasn't going to land in my lap to decide, but I think that it's likely that it could. Is mm-hmm. I'd have to go research it, but it, it seems less intrusive right? and yeah. less harmful, but I, I haven't put in a lot of hours reading about it. So. It, it's much easier to decommission, yes. uh, much lower impact on property values, much less impact on neighbors in general. I, I'm very interested in it. I'm still learning. Uh, and, and to your point, Jesse, I think you raise a lot of really good points. I would like to think we're all yeah. in the mindset that when we're presented with new information, we consider oh, that absolutely. and we keep an open mind right. and we're always going back to the drawing board if we need to, to make sure whatever law or ordinances on the book makes the most sense at that time. So this group that's been established Hoosiers, Hoosiers for Home Rule, they're just getting their footing. They're just getting right. starting. But I would expect that any logical person or group would, if presented with new information that makes them need to correct whatever the status quo is that they would pursue that. Right. Well, so. and the, if, if you look at the makeup of people that are in this group that make up this group, um, they go from A to Z bearing degrees and views of solar wind, That's you yes. know, they're, they're pro renewables. There's yes, there's anti renewables, there's pro renewables and there's people somewhere in between, but it's all about home rule versus what, the, what that specific, whether it's cell towers Wind turbines, solar, anything else. Right. Yeah. And I forgot that it was more of a home rule or association yeah, or organization rule. or whatever. But I guess like it was my point was like, I feel like um, to pacify most people, right, is that uh, I'm a big fan of people creating groups of uh, organizations to help. And the reason for this is because the county, if we leave everything distributed, which it should be, then what you get stuck in is everybody tries to solve the same problem and that is very inefficient. So, but by associating with like-minded counties like Wayne, like things that are demographically very similar um, through agriculture and stuff, you create associations that represent, and you can like, you have more of a pool of now of resources to hire the people you need to properly kind of craft out a framework for the things that you are wanting um, versus like you, like everybody's fighting here for Henry County, everybody's in Wayne fighting where this was this organization, everybody could fight together. To, and then also on the other side, no, like craft a very good ordinance that is adopted by any County that associates with this association. So this is like an anarchist viewpoint, but it's the idea is again, I don't necessarily like government, but I do, I don't mind regulation. I just think the regulation needs to come from some sort of unit or organization entity by people who are involved and people who have buy-in into the situation, AKA the people who live here and whatever. To make so, the decision for themselves. Yeah. And I, that's kind of my point. So 
let's uh, the, the, watching the chat room here. There's a question that has come in from JB uh, Chapman. He's a farmer in Henry County. He says he owns 2,500 acres of ground in the community and he farms 5,000. And he says no, no leader has asked him his thoughts on solar yet. So I guess I want to ask the, the the room, how have you engaged with the agriculture community and others to to get input in the in the crafting of of the solar ordinance? How does how does well, that? We, and that we've developed? just we've just started this process. Just letting we will be having public hearings. Um, we just started this process. I know us discussing people from what was our anti wind group mm-hmm. haven't been involved either because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But so I but I, I, welcome, I would hope I mean, that. There would he be a lot of conversation there was, there was a group of citizens that did submit this amended yes, draft okay. ordinance, That's right? Yes. That have been involved in that conversation. So I guess how right. does how does that committee come together and how does somebody like JB mm-hmm. get involved well, in that they conversation? Well, they got together on their own. Okay. And they emailed it to us in January. Uh, I mean, that's how that happened. Um, so if you received other input Absolutely. Like that, I've been, I'm getting emails all the time. So if somebody now else drafts I will say an ordinance, that, they'll consider it all the emails I'm getting are all canned with the exact same words uh exact same verbiage okay um but yeah um i mean my email address is bplumber at henrycounty.in.gov just to email clear. me yeah uh, i mean the contact russians me love you. i'd like to think we're all i'm sorry please i was making a joke about spamming i said the russians love oh. you. <laughs> i'd like to think that everybody at the table is pretty approachable i mean mm-hmm. I, not jesse uh, Jesse's well, not, not Jesse, very but like no, but I, I, I just <laughs> yeah. in conversations with my colleagues, I think that we all really do care about what citizens think, and we've all been on the other side of it. I uh, please, I, I mean, council's a little bit different here because we're never going to be passing, which is why I haven't really researched it. Right, very much. right. It's just this not is not our fall thing. in my lap. Yeah. We can pass an abatement for it or against right. it, and that's really and, our. And purview. your group does have you have indirect influence in that one council person gets appointed so every year. Right. You guys decide Correct. who's Correct. going on the planning committee, and Correct. I do think uh-huh. Ken and ha- Ken and is a researcher Kenan has and I would a lot. wager mm-hmm. to bet that he's done a lot of reading about yes, it. Yeah. So yeah. just, just to be clear that to the audience, like Susan and I really don't have a say here. I mean, we can talk to our, our mm-hmm. colleagues, but it does land with the commissioners and the planning commission. But uh, please, if you have opinions on this, reach out. Oh, like, absolutely. I, I'm willing to talk to I, I wanna, about anything. I want to talk to people who are absolutely want solar mm-hmm. and people who are in the middle and people who, I want everybody's opinion because yes. It makes my job, I'm going to say it's going to make my job easier, but not really. Not really. Uh, But I want everybody's opinion. Um, I know that a lot of people still to this day say that I'm a one-trick pony, that I was just anti-wind, and I'm not. If if you were, you got a whole lot of problems on your plate now, so we're going to solve them together, right? Well, yeah, you know, know, it, it wasn't that... That and I just explained it through the through the entire campaign. That's what got me to come into the county meetings. That's not what why I stayed to every commissioner meeting, every planning commission meeting, every council meeting, every BZA meeting. You know, so uh, I want to hear from everybody. Okay, I just ask everybody to be polite, and I will be polite too. All right. Bobby has a new seat now, so she can't hold her cell phone and stream all these meetings for us anymore. I cannot. What is going on with the Henry okay. County live stream? So everything was put in, and then there was a problem with the camera. With B, I believe the company's name is BIS. So the week of, I think it was actually on March the 8th, they came out and did some rewiring, uh, got that all taken care of. And if you noticed at the last commissioner's meeting, we were able to actually, with the Zoom, create the camera as a Zoom participant so you could see uh, in the Zoom uh, the county commissioners sitting. And then 
that also made all of our live our mics live through that instead of using the um, conference mics. Did okay. you get feedback on whether it was audible? Yeah, I did not. Okay, uh, you sure. couldn't hear. Were no, I, I did not listen. Oh, I was, okay. well, so I was. <laughs> I am offended. This is the first I've heard of it. This is, but I, my, I guess my question was when you said them, I'm, this is going to be technical um, to, but lightly when you said like, is the only microphone now in the camera? No, we okay. were, we were using when we zoomed, we had a conference camera. Oh, and it okay. Used that microphone. Okay. So now by creating that, and this was a, this is a temporary situation. Sure. Uh, creating that Zoom participant, all of our mics went live. So okay. my from microphone, the table. from the table, okay, my cool. microphone, all the I'm wireless microphones. I'm curious how it ends up sounding because I have been surprised that it isn't even easier to hear each other. Uh-huh. As, not as easy as I was hoping. Yeah. So I'm and we can have them come out and do some adjustments. Yeah. But the issue was when they set up the YouTube channel, uh, there's an issue with Google. And so um, I will talk to. Last week, so they it, were having some so, work in so process. There, so eventually... Is there a, com- we, a company that's managing yes, this for yes. the group and is going to administer it and, and turn the cameras on and live stream the meetings? Or how no, does that part work? No, no we, we have a laptop okay. that will... We just turn it on and, it, and it'll eventually go. Right now, this is a temporary situation with making the Zoom a participant. Uh, making the, the day we tested it, uh, the mics were very loud. Um, I would get on my phone on the zoom and go to another room and talk and you can hear it just boom. And so they've been adjusting the Are they the responsive? Are they? Yeah, they are very responsive, okay. so uh, but like there's an issue. And I, even though I do it for a living in the courthouse, I try to not put my it hat on and just keep my commissioner hat on. I put my it hat on to when I need to, to um, work with Jeff on some of these things. Um, but there was an issue as the county Jeff, IT person. Yes, Jeff Lutz is the <clears throat> county IT person. Um, so I know that there's an issue with the YouTube channel, but I don't know the specifics on that. And I know they were working on it. So the end goal: Are we expecting council, planning commission, board of live stream appeals, commissioners, mm-hmm. everything that's in everything that building will be live to be streamed. available? Yep, mm-hmm. everything okay. in the building will be available. And then somebody on each of those boards will have to be trained to know how to do it. And yeah, to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. correct. Right. Mm, there's if you notice I don't know if you noticed it at the last meeting if nobody watched then you didn't notice uh, there's a laptop that six, sits to my left and that laptop is what will control it that's the okay mm-hmm. so yep. um, when it comes to finding the content um, for people like Susan who doesn't on Facebook how do you get to it like like when you go live like is there a place to go on there's the going to be there a YouTube channel there I, will be a YouTube channel. There is not yet. It is not. That's what they're having the issue with right now. Right. And we and also, we, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, we're also in the process of uh, yes, I was building say a brand thing. new County website. And that's uh, some of the money that we got from cares act is being used to completely reconfigure our website, which currently is, is not great. Yeah. Um, and uh, Bobby and I both have been sitting in those meetings, the design meetings has been probably five or six of them. Yeah. They've been really interesting and we've been researching and looking at what are the best, uh, parts of every municipal website we can get our hands on. And this company actually specializes in building websites for municipalities. And uh, we will make sure that the, any live meeting is, is yeah, it's prominently featured on, on the website. website. Very mm-hmm. easy to find. There'll be links. Yeah. Uh, we all, that's a really high priority. Cool. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't realize how popular me sitting 
for two hours with my hands like this was. Well, <laughs> until you I got the darn the promotion, <laughs> and now everybody's like, "Where the hell's Bobby's video?" Yeah. We could at least you could see it and kind of uh-huh. turn, turn it and up, kind of hear, hear it a little. It bit. It wasn't the world's greatest, but it was no, access. It People don't know what they again. Like we've been complaining about access to these things for. Mm-hmm. It feels like forever, literally like eight years. COVID's actually been nice because people. Hey, have I've been only able been seated since right. January. It, it, no, no, yeah, no. It's, I'm not blaming. It's not even. I don't blame any specific person. Yeah. I just it, blame it's, government. It's actually but, created more access for folks to be able to participate and listen mm-hmm. to the Zoom meetings in the, yes. over the last year. That's exactly. so great. And uh, COVID has also messed up all this to begin with. We should mm-hmm. have had this all installed in the summer, but COVID with right. parts yes. and, and back order. I mean, everything because the allocated funding, right? Mm-hmm. Logistics. I yeah, mean, it was. It was logistics across the world are so screwed up right now. Right on the mic for me. <laughs> what happens is she she talks to everybody in here and we can hear her but then the audience misses yes. out on well on. and i think that's part i now i'm not an av person i'm an it person there's a big difference people think that they're one and the same and they're not um but i have noticed that in meetings and i do the same thing my microphone is yes here if my mind is in front of my, my face head. in the meeting, I can't see anyone at the podium. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that really bothers yeah. me. So I turn my head to talk, even if it's a little closer. If I turn my head just a little bit, yep. it doesn't. It, yep. Yeah, you're out. Yeah, so and that was so, kind of my thing. Is like We're going to have a class of like how sound waves travel for yeah. everybody. Yeah. Well, it's not just that. <laughs> I, I think the problem's simpler. You could probably use lapel mics and it would be much better. But uh-huh. um, I guess eventually. We'll talk was- to the council to appropriate more money for lapel mics. <laughs> yeah. And- I honestly hate the mics. They, they're on all the time. You have to hold a button down to mute them. You have to hold right. it down. Uh-huh. I hate yes. That. I personally would like, uh, ears, you know, like, uh-huh. I'm going to. You, you want to go Madonna style? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is nice. I wasn't going to say Madonna because I didn't want to age myself, but yes. <laughs> I know there are some people that. Somebody's Googling Madonna right now. <laughs> yeah, some 22 year olds going, who the hell is Madonna? She's this I know who Madonna is, but I don't know your thing, so I'll <laughs> have to look it up. It's, nice. a, it's an ear wrap mic that comes around, and it's usually flesh tone, so yeah, you can't. You can't see really it, see it, and it hits, sits right here. What I was going to say was, it can go into people's hearing aids, mm-hmm. can't it? I know that they have, have Bluetooth for them. Yeah, is yeah. that what Ed does? I, I mean, I know he said he can. He's listening well, through, not on his on his phone. It does. Yeah, but I don't uh, think on, not so, the microphones. Yeah, don't. His, aids, his cell phone does go through his hearing phone. aids have Bluetooth built into mm-hmm. them. My dad's the same way now, so yep. he can turn the family off just with his yep. cell, with yeah. his iPhone. He can just. My dad did that all the yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and he he'd pick up his phone and I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> drives him crazy. He goes to restaurant mode. He hits everybody, oh, yes. and it's a it's a whole yeah. thing. Yeah, we've technology been, we've been has learning, come a long way. We've been learning that the last couple of years. Well, my, be very careful because you never know when he's got it turned up. So don't whisper. Oh yeah, a, <laughs> don't loudly whisper something you don't want him to hear. He'll get it. He'll get it. Um, all right, so that's that's the courthouse update, and I'm I'm excited. We we are getting there. My, we are. Uh, the thing are I was running there. on and off for running like four years ago is finally almost happening, and I didn't yeah. have to win. Yeah. So this is the greatest thing ever. Um, all right, Henry County broke ground again. For a new shell building, you mm-hmm. have to replace yes. the, replacing the old one. Mm-hmm. So once again, this is all with the goal of lowering my taxes because they've gotten up eighty three percent, Betsy, uh, in in five years. I have not voted for taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, Just they got up eighty three percent. We're not. We're not. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean to throw you under the bus. Same thing, and I can't say she, that she threw you under the bus and she but, backed it up. But have you driven by the new jail going yes, up? Have you driven by the new jail? Even, oh wait, I'm going to make it worse. I'm not even complaining about that tax. This is my property tax. That's not I'm talking about the income you stole from me either. That's a totally different conversation. I'm sorry, Susan. My goodness. <laughs> 
Man, I'm getting both pockets Gosh, have been ripped. You've got tire deep. tracks all over you. Oh. But I did say I was sorry, so maybe it helps a little bit. <laughs> no, and, and to be fair, if I were sitting in her seat, I think I would have I would think I would have had to I, I think I would have made the same decision and I would have hated to do it, but it was the right thing to Are do. Are you yeah. talking about the incarceration the, tax? Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, we I, all hated to do it. So I think Kenan made the motion and there was it was definitely a very long pause. And I almost got up out of my chair to second it when I think Chad seconded the motion. We all knew we had to do it. Mm-hmm. You're not, and we hated to do it. You guys are not. I mean, I've sat, I've been in the room enough to know the way I think people generally you view fiscal responsibility. And I, I know it is near and dear everybody's heart that we sp- allocate every single penny yes. appropriately for the county. It is our mm-hmm. number one yes. priority. It's, it dictates everything we do yeah. in budget sessions. And that was, that was a very tough decision, but yeah, I mean, I know how long my husband has to work to pay for our portion of that incarceration tax. So that's, right. that's everybody. So, but the, the but conversation I was trying to lead us in. Yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> before we started running the bad, <laughs> the bad memories of those terrible tax increases, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Henry County's starting a new shell building. Yes. So what's the goal of it? What happens? What was it? Y'all had, did you guys get to keep your shovels from the groundbreaking yesterday? What's the story? Where I is it? I don't think also? you did, did you? I did not keep my shovel. I think they no. gathered them all up. Afterwards. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's, Cause now we don't have to pay for shovels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have them still. But you know what they should have done is they should have loosened the dirt where you guys were standing to shovel. Cause it was rock compact. Yes. They didn't bring in stunt dirt. Some no. of the, some it of these was, bring in TV dirt. Yeah. Hard compacted. Was I was holding the baby <laughs> thinking, yeah, I'm going to, I'll ask Chad to come shovel the dirt in my place. So this is uh, in, uh, essentially right next door to the old show building. Yes. That mm-hmm. runnable and built uh, where Boar's head is putting their, uh, hummus dip facility. Yep. Correct. I think they call it Boar's Head North. Yeah. And I'm Across excited about it. I've learned a lot about the process of economic development in the last two years and the idea that people, you know, businesses want something that's already up to move into. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what. So it's like a, it's like a model into. home for Corey Murphy. Is that yes. right? Mm-hmm. Is that the best way to describe is it? it? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Is it yeah. going to be they, more? They have to have property to advertise. Is it going to be more turnkey than the old shell building? Actually, I think it's going to be... Because um, the other one didn't even have a floor. Well, th- th- that's... But that's what they want. Yeah, because okay. every different companies mm-hmm. want different specifications. And it's, they're very specific. Yeah. I need this ceiling height. I need this... Concrete I mean, level. Every, everything. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess, so yeah, this, I don't know. On, if you're don't putting know a, a facility in that's doing some heavy manufacturing, sure, yeah, no, you I might get need it. a slab that's 24 yeah, inches right, right. thick versus yeah. somebody that's a warehouse that needs 8-inch thick sure. concrete. No, I was so just curious. That, yeah. And you don't want to go in and pay for the retrofit. So that's why they would just go no slab at all, mm, essentially right. a pull bar. That's so, a great question. I mean, you're, you're, you're exactly right. Basically, a glorified poor... I hate to say it's pole a pole barn, barn. It is but it's a pole, pole barn, barn and then it can barn. be modified. It's called a shell. Building. Yeah. It, that's why it's called a it's shell building. A yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah. exciting. It's not a pole barn though, because it no, has, it's, it's not it has, a pole would be timber, right? right? And it's not timber. So we're not building a farm, right? We're building a, yeah. Uh, poles but that's a good way to, it's a kind of a good way to <laughs> describe it, 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 it to terms, make people understand. Yeah. But it's metal, metal columns on a concrete foundation with modern siding and reasonable heights. So it's a building. My understanding, with the exception of the floor, for good reason, that it's site ready. Like it, it, it'll be built, and someone can come in and specify the floor, and they're ready to go. And it's is the plumbing ran at that point? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was going to say, I believe it is right. <laughs> I mean, I know the sewer set up, the water. I, I imagine it right. would need to yeah. be. I figure that might maybe the water runs to like the side. The utilities of then, come yeah. to the building and right. it's ready to go, okay. and they, then once again, it's they don't they don't anticipate what the 
purchaser is going to where each where each pipe needs. Yeah, they're just saving. I'm just trying to figure out. So I'm trying to figure out from a business perspective why, and I guess it's because they're saving months of building time. Correct. Absolutely. So and having having the building already there in the industrial park, they already know how it's zoned, and there aren't going to be any complications, obviously. And then they're they're saving that time to to get everything. So they're probably saving a year, year and a half or something. If you listen to Corey Murphy talk. Sometimes it's not even about they want that building. The building is a representation that the county wants you to come there. And Coriel's shown the building. I think this is what he said happened with Boar's Head initially. And they said, well, we don't really need the building, but we like this area. And they turn around and they build across the street. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it's it's, it, it's, it's like a model a, home. Yeah, it's, it's very much like a model home. It gets them yeah. in there and then it gets if it, without it. The business doesn't even come to the county. The conversation look. doesn't. Right. It's else. just too easy yeah. to like poke fun at people when you have a building with dirt in it, and you're and they're like, "This is it." <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> but a lot of times he can't even you know apply with a company if he doesn't have a shell building, right. even if he knows it might not be the perfect fit. If he has that shell building, he can yeah. he can submit. It's like Seinfeld level of humor right there. I feel like you're just like, yeah, this is our building. It's got a dirt floor. Like it's just super funny. You got a dream with me, Jesse. I think it's really exciting to see that part of our County develop on the I 70 corridor, right. You know, just South of town and see the industrial park be built up. It's just, it's good progress. And we, I mean, Boars had just won the business of the year award from the chamber of commerce. They came in a few years ago. Look what the huge impact they've had in our community, not just jobs and economic impact, but, the way they have given back and been really charitable and worked with different organizations. I, I'm excited to get to know another community partner that really might make a good impact for Henry County. So I think, I mean, on that level, I'm pretty excited. The, um, <clears throat> so like, I guess what Jeremiah, one of your questions was, I feel, uh, or maybe was like, who are we targeting? Is that right? Like something, then when that like question, like, yeah, what's I guess the goal? What's, what, what, yeah. Ultimately, we know the goal is to get somebody to come in, but I guess, so Mike, I'm going to elaborate on your question is when this happens and, I, and obviously you're learning about economic development and this isn't Corey Murphy and maybe it's better, better addressed for Corey Murphy, but is when we're building that, who's like the, the avatar customer that we're like looking to snag, like who is that? Like, um, uh, when it comes to economic de- economic development, are we trying to get like more food processing places? Are we trying to get, or we're like, no, we're done with that. We've got enough for now. Let's right. do something else. Um, I mean, they look at wage yeah, and that's right. targeted. They, they, and they also of look at the skill level, skill, you know, skill match. set. Knowledge. And they do look yeah. at, and try um, to pair that with like what's going on in the yes. County, mm-hmm. okay. yep. you know, whether or not it would be something the community would like. I mean, if it's something that is going to produce, excess emissions or something where there may be a flag, but I think wage skill set. Mm-hmm. Right. It has to be a good huge. Fit. Community. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Corey might. Have, right. He would have a better answer it could, than us. It could be manufacturing. It could be something completely different. It could be it, warehousing. It, it could be, it could be warehousing. Uh-huh. It could be distribution. It could be whatever. It could be a call center. It could uh-huh. be a call. I would love to see a call center. Come I, to I was gonna say, that's my thing is, and that's my, what, or distribution was, center grit. Like this why I was like, grinding my teeth a little bit when they're like looking at the skill set. I'm like, but the thing is, is we need to get that skill set. Correct. <laughs> so yes, we can't we just do. be like, Oh, we've got that. We have perfect matches. Yeah. Like we need one, like a level above. 
so that people are like, well, I can, yeah. I can type on a computer and like get people to like, Oh, now we can get a little bit more mo- like business or like, you know, clerical work rolling mm-hmm. in and a little bit more administration work coming in. Yeah. Um, and that would be excellent. Yeah, no, be, right? exactly. Yeah. And, I, and that mm-hmm. was my thing is yeah. like, what some type guess, of corporate headquarters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> or at least some sort of substation of a headquarters. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah. but it, cause, uh, wouldn't it be great outpost. if Amazon <laughs> came in? Uh, I don't think you want the. I don't no, think I don't. you want HQ 3s headaches. No, I Bobby. don't. No, I, no, I don't. But you know, I mean, you know. God, can uh, you imagine the fight we'd have over just putting up a damn traffic light on three? Oh, I, yeah. The the it'd be a whole thing. Again, yeah. if it was like a small office, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. I, I just to, for two reasons, you're going to import people into the county, and you're going to provide the people who are moving out of the, or leaving the county to work. An op- possible opportunity, opportunity to, to stay here. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the county does need to work on the brain drain. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely needs to work on the brain drain. There's just an article. Wait, wait a minute. Zach, Jesse, and I stayed. What the hell are we? Well, there was an article that was just born in the paper ra- well, not born, but- about a guy who said that, like, he's like, this is a great community to raise your family in. He's like, but when your kids graduate, then they need to leave to build a life for themselves. And some people kind of took offense at that, but he went to college and then he graduated from college. He couldn't find a job in town. And some people said, well, we need more skilled trades. I'm like I'm all about skilled trades. The vocational, the uh, career center is doing a great job, yeah. but you need to have people at all different levels yes. of education, have somewhere to go. And mm-hmm. like, yes, I still live here and I haven't been to work in a year. But when I eventually go back to work, my work's in Indianapolis yeah. because that's the kind that's where I and I, I you know, I'm not heavily looking all the time. But I poke around and it's not easy to find a job if you have like a bachelor's or higher. I mean, if somebody's got a higher education mm-hmm. than a bachelor's. It has to be really difficult to not. I'm sitting with a Penn State professor who works from <laughs> yeah. Middletown. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd <laughs> leave the, the, the Midwest to get my job. In, in, in well, and back. I've I've lived in Henry County. You know, I graduated from IU. I came back to Henry County. But sad enough, I've worked most of my career in Indianapolis or the surrounding area um, because that's where my skill set. And maybe telecommuting will help that mm-hmm. a bit. Because I, I, I really so. hope that I don't have to go back to the office full time. I don't expect that they'll tell me well, we're never going to see you again. But that might make it a little bit easier for people. But yeah, there is a definitely it's it's a lot harder for to find a job at you, you know, should just yep. start sending your twin brother in from time to time to make an appearance on your behalf and just call it good. Yeah, I, yeah. Is, you seen, a lot of places won't come back full time into their their building. That they will have more telework than coming into the building. Okay, one the one final county related issue that I have on the uh, the itinerary tonight is is a conversation that the county government's been having the last couple of months, uh, and it's around the idea of a county chaplain. Uh, and I know Susan, you introduced this idea two or three months ago at, at the at a county, council, county council yeah. meeting, maybe December. Uh, and I think it's gone through council. I don't know if council's taken any action now. It's actually in the commissioner's hands. Is that accurate? Or commissioners was? didn't take any action okay. uh, last month. I think it's died. It's, yeah. There's no longer. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, there was an article about the idea. I guess mm-hmm. in, in in March. That's why I wanted to bring it up yeah. and have the conversation. Okay. So no. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's. I think it's the it, it went from the council to the commissioners. Yeah. It was um, an idea I was excited about, uh-huh. um, just to see what could happen with it. But there was not support on the council for okay. funding. Uh-huh. So, 
and then it, when it came when it left the council and came to the commissioners um we heard a lot of feedback from county employees um and we took that to heart and we allowed Sean and I Sean's a great man and I from a 10,000 foot view I I was like you know what this is a great idea but as we got lower and the employees started responding uh to us um you know, if if nobody's if everybody's saying we're not going to use it, there's no point. I was a little concerned with the method of getting employee feedback. Yeah, as far as it it sounded like there were department heads going to their people and asking them if they would use that service, which um reminded me a little bit of the office episode where everyone had to report their <laughs> you know just their to make sure we have diseases covered to make sure it's covered. <laughs> So, you know, a lot of times people aren't going to say like, yeah, I have a huge emotional problem. I have Correct. no one to talk to about it. So, so I hope that that's not how it played out. Um, I really felt like we either. How many, do, how many Dwight Schrute's work for this county? Uh, <laughs> probably a few. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I hope the information wasn't solicited in that manner. Cause I almost feel like that could shame people. Like well, you surely yeah. don't need a chaplain. Do you yeah. like, no, 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 I surely I, I don't. Know, you know, I know in the actual courthouse. Right. At 101 South Main Street, I was getting feedback direct from the employees. Okay. That doesn't that mean that, is that, great. that right. doesn't mean that in other places that it wasn't department head. Yes. But I know I was, I was getting con- feedback. I was con- mm-hmm. I, know, I thought the last thing people need is to feel shamed for yes. having an emotional And that was my need. concern as well. You know, that's right. especially in this crazy time we're living in. No. Because and, honestly, and, yeah. if someone said, Bobby, do you need mental health? <laughs> Everybody can have their own opinion whether I need a mental health person. But, you know, I would probably go... No, I'm fine. no. <laughs> I think the spirit of this is really good, though. Like, how do we empower our employees and help them in this insane time in the world? Like, the, it comes from the right place, but what we, but them, the help that they might need, I think it should be coming from them. That request, and what I'm really excited about is the last six months. It seems like there's been a lot of discussion about the employee assistance program, which a lot of people don't know. That I was saying, that's exactly what I was going to ask. Amazing. Yep. Yeah. I have an EAP through work uh-huh. that's yeah. a confidential I service. Mine, I would call, yeah. and if I need it, I can use it for all kinds of services. And my employer just pays for it, and it's no cost to the employee. So, does county county so, employees do they have access to that similar program? Yes, they it's do a very have good access. one. Yeah. So, and maybe this gets more. I don't know, training. Because I don't, I don't think a lot of employees really understood right. what they had available. Right. So maybe, uh, so that, maybe, this, maybe that is one good thing that yes, came out of this. Yes, conversation this conversation brought that out. Happened. This said, hey, did you know? Right. Because I did, I mean, I'm not on county insurance, but um, I didn't know that some of the things that were available, I'm like, yeah. wow. A traditional right. EAP would have weight loss counseling. Mm-hmm. They would usually have, if you have mental health concerns, substance abuse, mm-hmm. if you're interested in, uh, I think even finding childcare, there's a number of different things I that are the, the one I, the company I work mm-hmm. for offers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, financial, that is, financial is, coaching. Yeah. Mine helped me get a dermatologist in Muncie. Like, I, I okay. don't know where to go. What's on my plan. Like it's, it, it can, it doesn't yeah. have to be anything super exciting. It can right. be pretty mundane too. But, um, it, what I like to see is us empowering our employees and responding to their needs and making sure that they're getting the assistance they need. It's like a concierge. You just call this number and right. tell them what you need and they'll take care of you. But yeah. like I said, I did, you know, cause I had talked to Sean mm-hmm. and I did, you know, the concept, I really did like it, you know, um, in this stressful time and everything that has happened over the last year. I mean, it's been a horrible 2020 and hopefully 2021 is better. Um, and I thought, you know what, this, this might not be a bad thing. Um, 
So the, what is exciting is that there have been people who've come out and said, you know, I'm a chaplain or I'm a pastor or whatever, and I, I'm willing to do that job. And so I think maybe in the future, we might even look at that as a potential volunteer position. Um, but paying for it now, I think is, the, is the stumbling block. And especially when we could have that person for free and do the same service. I don't know. I think that's, it's interesting. 83%. Eighty-three percent, Betsy. So my tax. I'm so gone. sorry. Did Jody help you out? She did. Well, so it, Jody's great. Is, uh, Jody She's, was awesome. Jody's yeah. great. I had a great conversation. She sat down. She showed me exactly what happened or what I had. Uh, but in the assessor's office, it's the, it's a conversation of okay, here's what your property was worth when you bought it. Here's what it is now. Do you agree with that? Yes, I agree. I have no quarrel with what the, mm-hmm. the assessor says my house is worth. Okay, well we're done in that office. The assessor only is one side of, it's a big algebra calculation mm-hmm, and nobody right. knows how the hell we get to the end of it. But Jody's office deals with column A of how much is your house worth? And then Susan and Betsy d- decide what the county budget is. And then a third office decides, okay, well, what's everything worth? And, all, and then they divide it out and they say, okay, every thousand dollars in your house is going to get taxed at 2.2%. And that's the levy for the entire community. What was the third office? So, so it's the assessor, the, the, assessor the, the, the recorder will decide who oh, has every recorder. property, right? Right. And then, and then you guys decide what the actual rate is. And then the state board of accounts, make sure that everybody's colors within the lines, I guess. Well, it sounds like your township mm-hmm. trustee might have some. And, and then, too, and then the your township, so then your, mm-hmm. so your township trustee, uh, is also involved in the conversation because mm-hmm. they have a budget. Yep. Uh, your, if you have a municipality, you have it as well. So if you live in the city of Newcastle, those people already have hit the 1% cap because they have so much government that they have met the constitutional. You can't do it. I'm at like 99.9% level of government. I can't take any more government before you can't steal any more money from me. The state said so. It's right. not, it'd be a violation of the law. Uh, but that's, that's what happens. And then you get to another community maybe that has slightly less, uh, a slightly smaller township government. You still got some more room. That's essentially the, the reality of it. Mm-hmm. But every township has an effective rate. And then you have your inside or outside. Mm-hmm. And it depends upon what taxing entities you have. Wild, aside, incredible aside conversation. on that, when I, after I was uh, elected, uh, before, I can't remember if it was before or in January, um, AIC put on these training. Obviously, they usually do it in person. But one of it was actually how all these taxes are calculated and what happens if it's over and this and that. And, and it's very interesting. Uh, it's a little confusing, uh, but it's, it's very interesting. Um, and I, I think everybody needs to take, obviously hopefully AIC is in person at some point uh, because I think it would be better, but yeah, I learned a lot just in that one. The, the way that your property taxes are structured. You're also, the, the school is also a massive, the school is massive part of the conversation uh-huh. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, the way property taxes are structured is that every organization that has, we'll say their clause has, has a part of that. Mm-hmm. Their interest is to hang on to the percentage of the pie that they have, especially once you get to that 1%, because if the tax levy gets to 105% or 110%, say Henry County said, we don't need quite as much money for our health department or our parks this year. So they released it down you're still not getting a discount because you're already at the cap. Correct. So what's going to happen is the piece of the pie that now goes to the school or to the city of Newcastle gets larger. That's the, yep. that's the incentive that you built. 
Now, you would see a slight reduction if you're in a in a township that doesn't have quite as many layers of government there. Let's just say Dudley. So, so if you live right. in Dudley Township, mm-hmm. you may actually see a small small mm-hmm. reduction. Right. Um, it's just the reality of it. It's yeah. a, it, but it's the way that government is designed and functions, yep. and the the way that it's built upon itself that nobody really has that that together. Uh, which is also why, as soon as a bond ends, we had a two million dollar bond that paid for new voting equipment and paid for some improvements in Memorial Park. The county just went ahead and renewed it. Mm-hmm. Because the county already had that bond in the in the taxes, so yep. it doesn't change what people are paying. Right now, unfortunately, to get that money, the the magic of this is that you end up paying for you're borrowing the money, so you're paying interest throughout the entire two year period. Mm-hmm. But the way that government is designed, that's essentially the yep. best solution. We had a great deal of conversation about that. Yeah, yeah. it's insane. It, the whole thing yes. is insane, incredible, phenomenal, and painful. But 83%. That's what my taxes went up. 83%. <laughs> All right. Done complaining for now. Move to Dudley Township. Well, I mean, if you make an offer, I, I've <laughs> talked about, I was willing to, if I, I told Corey Murphy when he was on here that I, I bring in a lot of tourism to this community with my pool parties and I'm willing to be like the Colts in Baltimore. And if I get a better offer from Dudley Township, <laughs> I will move the entire operation. To will Dunry. you build a new pool? I mean, what kind of a you could what kind of a tax abatement am I being offered? I I don't. I've only been to one of your pool parties, so you're going to have to sweeten the deal here. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll see what 2021 brings. Okay. We got we had some interruptions with the pandemic as well. All right. So we're returning back to normal. Our the NCAA is coming to Indiana. Henry County is getting all kinds of tourists. I saw that there were some major major college athletes that came through and visited today. Uh, nice came town came as well. to the Hall of Fame, came to mm-hmm. Knightstown, got, playing, shooting some hoops on the uh, the Newcastle Chrysler High School Alfred uh, Gym, whatever we call it. Uh, green, the world's largest and finest. Hey, uh, it won um, best gym in Indiana. It today. won the big contest. Yes, yeah. All right. The governor's contest. Very nice. Should Seymour, who's boss. We weren't going to be by <laughs> Seymour. <laughs> so I, I, I want to get a feel. We're slowly but surely getting back to normal a little bit. There's vaccines are almost down to my age range. I'm two clicks away. Uh, what Are you guys going to start going to some major sporting events? Colts games, Pacer games, NCAA is coming to town. Any of that in the on the radar for the those right. in the room? Absolutely. I, I, I guess you're assuming that, that we would go. We went. <laughs> I was but say, if I wanted you should to, say, I would. <laughs> you should say like just large crowd. At large crowd. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sporting I events. No, I'm not going to any crowd, damn yeah. sporting event. Uh, <laughs> well, as the yeah, you know, I love sports. I was bummed to not to get to go to any Colts games last year. Um, my partner and I have a ticket package for the new NWSL team in Louisville, uh, racing loose. So that's outdoors. So that's not really a big deal anyway. But yeah, I'm very excited to get back out and to experience sports ball which i've missed you know, so, casino, so so much why, you know if the casinos go back to normal have you been to the casino uh, since the, I, I went one I time have, i visited I, I went, went, I, my sister and i went once and uh it was the feel of it i don't know if you thought it, the atmosphere of it was just really surreal it was really it was turn your mic for oh, me just look sorry there you go. it was subdued it it was just really weird yeah uh and so we didn't go back we will go go back but um, hopefully they open up. We've been and, trying our best to, you know, be normal this whole time. So the question seems strange. So I would yeah. go anywhere I have been and I've been doing that. Well, the we've past, been doing that, you know, you know we've been, um, as well. you know, we've been going out as soon as restaurants could take people. We st- still go once or twice a month or however often I go more with my business when I'm out and about. Um, I've tried to maintain as, as normal as I possibly can. 
So I only um, slowed down like during the big peaks is the only time I would stay mm-hmm. at home. Like J- December and December and January when it was real bad. Yeah. Like, you you like, don't do stupid things. You don't well, lick doorknobs. Like, you don't, you know. Yeah. Well, you I, 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 my I children licked you know. a lot of doorknobs, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <We're okay. laughs> I would go to like breweries and stuff and when they would open up, even that like 25% capacity, that was like, that's just too many people right now. So yeah. I would like, not. I would, I choose days that they were slow. Yeah. Some of it's kind of comical. The restrictions. I, 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 I do laugh at some of the things that businesses decide, yeah, we're not going to do it anymore. I went to Goodwill yesterday and their sticker said, yeah, because of COVID, we're not going to help you carry stuff to your car anymore. Right. I'm like, oh, wow. I'm not entirely sure it's because of COVID. You want to carry stuff illogical. to your car. You right. just don't want to carry stuff to cars. <laughs> and now it's your convenient reason not to want to do that. But uh, and, last- and I approach this whole thing with if you are. If you have high anxiety about COVID and you don't, no judgment, no judgment, um, please do whatever makes you feel safe and comfortable. Um, I had to continue to work. Yeah. Uh, I was an essential I, as much as I could uh, with all the, with all the restrictions on my clients. Um, but I wore my mask. I washed my hands. I, you know, um, you I did. A good citizen, right? I, I was a good citizen, you know? So, I went to a Pacers game last night. That's what that's what triggered this conversation. I went to the my very first Pacers game in probably two years. I didn't go to a Colts game last mm-hmm. fall. And we had our my wife actually went to the Big Ten tournament. She she went to a Big Ten game last week. She kind of warned me. She's like, they are really sticklers over at Lucas Oil. And it was very similar at Banker's Life, Conseco Fieldhouse, whatever we call it. Indiana Fieldhouse. Um they had lines painted in the in the in the uh, walkway outside saying, Hey, w- stay on your right. So it was like a traffic lane. Uh, you had to wear your mask the entire time you were there. If you were, I'm used to, you know, you wear your mask, you get to a restaurant, you sit down, you eat, you take your mask off, and it's, it's kind of, that's normal to me. So, and wearing it out in public from the grocery store, I'm in there 15 minutes, but I hadn't done three hours of just wearing the yeah. mask. And then an usher has new responsibilities now. An usher is now the mask police. So I, and I put something out on Facebook last night. They got a raise. I don't know. But then they, they only have to deal with, because there's such a small crowd. There's like 14 people in their section. So they know you by name when they're yelling at you by the end. Right. Because you, I'm like, I'm trying to, I I can drink beer only so fast and make it through the night. So I bought my, you know, I got my $10 Mick Ultra or whatever the heck it was. I know. I know, Jesse, you're going to chastise me. It's what they had. It was somebody, it was a gift. So I had my $10 get Mick Ultra. Do you know that you can drink Miller Lite for one extra calorie? I just, I had what they gave. That's their latest commercial. So they're, here's, they're going after Mick Ultra. You know what happened to me? I, I got a beer for like $4 outside and it mm-hmm. was the special on sale for like $4 on the draft. Mm-hmm. So I ordered that because it was the draft special. Well, then somebody saw, well, you're drinking Milk Ultra, so I'll buy you a beer inside. And then uh, next thing I knew, I was on Milk Ultra all night. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't mean for this to happen. I was just being thrifty. I love it. And now I'm stuck on milk. You're Mr. Mick Ultra. I'm going to buy you one next time we get I can't wait. I think what you experienced too is there's a huge difference as I've discovered between Marion County and the rest of Indiana. Like Marion County is hardcore. It's it's a culture too. It's a culture thing. I'm trying to understand if it is the optics of, hey, we are at a major league event. No, it's a culture thing. Or if this is just everything in Marion County. That's everything in Marion County. I think it's everything in Marion County. But it was literally like the joke of, you know, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California was saying, hey, yeah, we need you to put your mask back on. On between bites and between sips, literally what they're making me do as I'm sitting there and there's a, I'm a grown ass man sitting there trying to watch a basketball game and I, I have my sip of drink and I, I'm sitting there holding it 
and then I, you know, if I don't swallow it fast enough, I can put my damn mask on or she's coming up. Yeah, like kind of kills the vibe of an NBA game. It does. I thought, and I thought that was a joke that, you know, you, I, yeah, I, I thought it was I, I hilarious that, well, until it was me it was getting real. yelled at. And well, I was at a political event at the Columbia club and I saw that happening where people would take a quick sip and then put their mat. I was blown away by it. And yeah. I was like, I guess that makes sense, but wow. So intense. You're, you're, so the, the is, building is set up so that there's, yeah. you're literally, there's tape on the seats. You can't sit with people you didn't come with. Yeah. So and I'm every, everybody that runs in your car is feet away from yep. anybody. My we, tongue is going to start bleeding here in yeah. just a second because ahead, I mean, whatever you're breathing while you're not, while you're drinking is aerosolized anyway. So when you put your mask back on afterwards, everyone else is still, I mean, yeah. we're, yeah. That's a very, catch, a very regulated game. They're going to catch the fumes from my Mick Ultra. So anyway, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to be going back to any games real soon. We've chosen um, not to do things intentionally like that, not because we're afraid of the virus, but because we just don't want to live that way. Yeah. I, it sucks it, the joy. Uh, yeah. I, I, it was, it's the experience of going back to a game and it's fun and it's cool to be there, but I wasn't super passionate about the pacers of the game. Now, mm-hmm. if it's the Indy 500, I'll make some sacrifices, Zach. <laughs> I think a lot of people in, would in make the middle of July yeah. to wear a mask all day. No, thank June. you. It's what June. A, all right. But so, the, so what, what's that? What's like, the capacity the for the NCAA <laughs> tournament? Do nothing to protect um, you, but <laughs> but just humidity all over. Oh yeah, that would be terrible. Then too. yeah, so, it's just foggy the whole time. Maximum twenty five percent building capacity, I think. But each individual venue has the ability to set their own as well. Okay. So the four Marion County venues are twenty five percent. Uh, I think they went with 12 or 13% up at Purdue. I don't know why. And then uh, I don't know if it was Monroe County or IU that made a decision, but they capped it at 500 people at Assembly Hall. So that's probably like a 2% Oh, my capacity. alma mater, and that makes me so sad. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I would not go in yeah, well, because, a, you know, I was down there in the Bobby Knight era, so it was always packed. Yeah. You know, that would make me so sad. Yeah, it's five, was, 500 people was, for the tournament. Listen, this there. is probably the only time I would go to a game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy that goes to movies on Sunday morning because no so one's there's there. nobody there. Are you antisocial? Not or anti- just don't like crowds? I don't like crowds. Okay. Um, and that's like, okay. Jared took me to a game one time. And I was freaking out the whole damn time. <laughs> I was like, there's too many people here. We're going to get bombed. Like, gonna happen. so you're, you're not going to go to Times Square whenever they're allowed to have uh, the million people I, on New Year's Eve. No, hell no. <laughs> well, I'm with you there. No, yeah, way. no, I don't. I just don't like, I don't like going to malls. I don't like, um, just anywhere where there's a crowd. I don't like sharing transportation with people. I don't know. Like, it's just. I don't know. I've watched too many movies and it's just, you're okay. now you're I have, right. now I have anxiety. From COVID by your own. Yeah, I mean, like, I typically right don't get sick that often because <laughs> I don't go out. So, like, now what's weird is when I, like, like I said, I go to breweries and stuff and, like, it's 25% capacity and it's at capacity. I'm like, all right. It's now it's now with COVID, it's too much. Like, yeah. So, uh, now things are open most of the way in Marion County. You um, would lose your mind at the Indy 500. Yeah, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm actually sitting here thinking that you fluids. had to eat dinner with my children that a year or so ago. So, you were probably not. Did we not at a fundraiser event or something? That was before that, though. No, it was before COVID, but I'm thinking that oh, yeah. apparently all with cell six. Oh yeah, no, it isn't. That isn't. I mean, I, I'm cool with like kids and stuff. Like it, it's not even like a germaphobe thing. It's like I just don't. I don't. The like massive humanity is. I I, yeah. I understand where you're. I I, I don't. I don't suffer from that. I, I don't mean to say suffer, but Jesse I don't, I don't have either. that high anxiety. Yeah. But people, you yeah. know, I. I want everybody this far apart from me, at least. Yeah. Um, 
I don't, think don't step into my personal space. I think we're going to come away with this with some level of social anxiety that I did not go into it with. I think because so. I've been some places that, um, and they were still spacing me block, but it was like full for what they had set things up for. And I felt weird the entire yeah. time. Yeah. And it was just like, this doesn't this because I haven't been, we went to an Indy car race, but we were camped and we were in a golf cart. We were never in a group there. They didn't have anything that would be a group. It was just our, like our little campsite and we hung out by the, but yeah, like the test will be, uh, if, if there's a crowd at the 500 and I think there will, I don't think it'll be a full crowd getting in is normally where, where they have all these security measures. I'm like, I don't know why you have a security measure. I'm in line with a group of 12,000 people standing outside one gate waiting to get inside, and there's no security checkpoint to get to where I'm at. That's always like I'm in Jesse's brain there where if you were going to do something, I wouldn't sneak it in the track. i just stand out here in Georgetown. But this mm-hmm. next year, if it's a line to get in there, I'm, it'll be weird because it'll be the most people I've been around for, a like, for like eight, well, even more. It'll be since May of 2019. Yeah. So it'll be two years at that point because you know, we were kind of coming off the winter last year. We weren't really doing anything um, at that point when everything kind of started. So yeah, it'll be. I took a cruise the week before the world shut down. So I was, oh, wow. I was in a crowd, the, I guess, but it's to the point now that I'm like, when I turn on Seinfeld and I'm like watching them at Monk's cafe and like one of them gets up, I'm like, put your mask on. <laughs> oh, I do that all the time with like, TV. Yeah. Like I'm just like, where's your, that ma- looks oh, unsafe. Fuck. Like, but anyway, like I'm just like, I am programmed now. Like, and I, it's like, I'm not even a person susceptible to being programmed. And like, here I am just like, where's your mask? Yeah. <laughs> Talking to Jerry Seinfeld from t- 30 years well, ago. And Susan can attest at the EDC at the groundbreaking. We're standing outside. What did I have on my face? Your mask. I just automatically got out of the car. Yeah. Put, put my it mask on. on. I'm like, I'm standing outside. Why do I have a mask on? Yeah. It's, it, it is really, um, we don't know how this is going to impact us. I mean, we talk about COVID financially, we talk about it health wise, but just the way we interact with the world, I think we're all damaged or scarred or we're impacted in ways we can't even begin to realize yet. We made the choice to remove our kids from some activities because we didn't want them to be reprogrammed in that way. Like I know that your group is going to sing in choir with a mask on, but we're going to chill at home because that is just not the way we we're want. Not, we're not going to experience the world. That we're way. not going to do that. So if, if we're not allowed to go out in public without a mask, we'll chill at home more because we, we don't want our children to embrace those things. So that's like I said, because there is, there has been a lot of reprogramming and everything going on. So it's easy to become a victim of it. It's kind of crazy because I was saying it's a, a culture thing. I spent a lot of time with my friends in Marion County and it's, it's just a vastly different approach. Like when it was last summer, people would wear them walking around on the sidewalks. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and they're like, well, it's everywhere. I'm like, you don't want to come out where I live. Like you would die. <laughs> I was like, I mean, like to the point, like sometimes when people come to the Mexican restaurant or whatever, I'm like, dude, don't one, it was like the height of it and I was still going. And it was like one of the last times I went out for a while, some dude came through and just like coughed, like right by my plate. And I was like, bro, <laughs> I, I, I would be grossed out originally, like right. especially yeah. during yeah. flu season. Yeah. Like yeah. when I go to like some restaurants, I get kind of grossed out, like uh, hearing coughing all the time. Like when I'm at like a Mexican or at a Chinese like buffet, which is already a bad place to be <laughs> like, and then I'm like, I'm just me and my friend Mark will be sitting there and we'll hear like kids coughing and people coughing. I'm like, I'm going to get sick. Like, uh, this is it. 
Uh, yeah, you know that the, when you hear those noises, your immune system cranks up. Yeah, but oh, that yeah. egg drop soup That's, was yes. worth it, man. I don't know. I don't <laughs> oh, know what yeah. to tell you. Whatever the cost. It's a choice yeah. you made. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, I'm just always like, oh, I'm going to get sick now. Um, <laughs> but that, I, Zinc, Jesse, zinc. And High I just, doses of zinc. I, I take lots of, yeah. uh, not pills, but I guess like, <laughs> yeah. I take a lot of vitamins. I just like vitamins. to snort the emergency powder packets now at this point. Just three or four of those a day and the doctor stays away. We are running way over on the allotted time. It's been a great conversation tonight, but real quick, the last thing on our on our little hot list here is Betsy, you've got you got a big wedding coming up for a guy that's close to the show. I yes, I have been asked to officiate the wedding of Chris Guffey and Paige Staten, and Chris has been a huge part of Boss Hog, and um, I'm really excited. I think this is the fifth or sixth wedding that I've officiated, the first in the in the county, um, and yeah, I've been working hard to plan behind the scenes, and um, hopefully we'll do a good job. Now, is he going to swear his allegiance to the Boss Hog of Liberty podcast at any point in the vows? Has that been released to you yet? He did say he wanted to write his own vows, and I sent him a website that I thought would help him with that. And um, I don't know where we are with that. Is the Probably. podcast going to come up at all? I'm starting to worry that this, is, this day is not going to be up uh, me up know, nearly as I've much as I was hoping. I've been writing the content, and I actually had not um, considered that. Because, I mean, I could say, like, I know him from that, but I don't. Yeah. During ceremonies, I try not to talk about me at all, because it's not about me. It's about the people getting married. The only time I've ever spoken about myself is with, like, when it was my sister, and I'd say something, you know, I'm her sister, my best friend. Uh, I officiated his wedding in October, and he said, no, I want you to talk about your relationship with me and my wife. And um, and so for him, I did that. And I don't, I, I'll try to work in Boss Hog. I think it's important. You, you are, the well, you, you you're a groomsman. You could I just put a audience. thing on the ba- on yeah. your ba- back of your tag. You will be part of the engagement like, story. Oh, good. Yeah. So um, I, I try to make I bullied him into that, too. I, it's a forced friendship as a theme. I, I try to make it really personal. Like, I love to tell, like, what is your story? Like, how did this happen? How did your relationship grow? How did you evolve? How did you get to this point? What do you like about each other? Like, what are your hopes? For I know some this? things he likes about it. Yeah. So um, I ask really intentional questions and I, um, I build on that. So, um, yeah, I think I've gotten pretty good reviews. Just, and it's been all friends and family so far. So it's not like I've. You haven't gone pro. I've thought about it and I think I would do really well. And there are people who do that, but, um, I'm, you know, I, it's like, I have a couple of jobs already. You know, do, I really, <laughs> do people, when they write their vows, do they hand them to you first? Uh, I, do you have final say, do you get to say, Oh hell no, I you think can't read the, this. The two that I that did their own, they like pull them out of their pocket. And, right. and no, my opinion is it's your wedding, not mine. Whatever you want. Uh, Cause it's, I was hoping someone would just be like a E I O U. I wrote them for you. Yeah. And others I've supplied and been like, here's what I would, here's, here's the, what I have, or we could look up more. There's a million different ways to do this. The only part of the wedding that's actually legally required is agreeing to marry each other. The rest is like, you said it's all decoration. Yeah. And the Patreon portion I mentioned, like the rest is just decoration and fluff. And, and that's good. Like that stuff's really important. Like that, that content matters, but um, the legality of it is, is another. So. So what is the point of people contesting the marriage? You know, oh, he says, does anybody the objection? Object? Whatever. I have not been to a wedding that's that had anymore? that in probably 20 some years. <laughs> yeah. I just was always like, why would they do that? I think that's for TV. I think that's yeah. an old timey thing. Yeah. I've, I've been about 60 weddings. Maybe it was when families college. were like more aligning the families and like some other people, the family like we object. But I was just curious. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that's actually. A Did thing, they say but... it at your wedding? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember. Um, I've never been married. But I, I can't. Remember I've never asked that question. I'm like, I'm not going to introduce that question. I think because you know, historically, anyone who comes to the wedding stands in support of the marriage. So, yeah. if then, anybody objects, 
Right. I do remember remember when my sisters got (laughs) married, the minister said, when they got to that point, he said, I don't know what to do if anybody stands up. I guess I'll just say thank you. Would you leave now? <laughs> Duly, Duly noted. We're moving on. Right, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a lot of pressure to officiate though, because you are like you're the MC of the most important moment and one of the most important moment of two people's lives and all their family members. And it, there's a lot of logistics of a wedding you don't think about until you're the one semi directing it. And then, um, it's a lot of pressure. But the most important thing is the bride and groom show up. Everything else is gravy. Right. Yep. Right, but I've I've had a few uh, curveballs. My at my cousin's wedding, one of my cousin's wedding, my sister's phone, like Spotify, came on and she couldn't <laughs> shut it off. It was like, what was the song? I, I don't know, but it was really stupid. And I, I wanted, I wanted, it, it was so it was very embarrassing. Um, I officiated another cousin's wedding, and um, his daughter like decided to like do a, a dance number up front, and she was probably two years old, and it was like cool but distracting. And some some people were amused, some people were like, "All right, like." There's Let's always something's going to happen that you're going to have to to like s- try to smoothly manage and move people past. I wonder it. what right. happens when you try to wed someone named Siri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you, hey, you have to be everybody. Hey, has, hey, I, I, I didn't, you know, hey Sarah, but uh, and oh, that could be close. It's yeah. close, yeah. Uh, I don't know. There were fireworks at the end of mine that surprised us. They had the whole thing planned, and I didn't oh. know. But after the, you know, Was you're this now married. Later? Uh, it was right at the end of the ceremony. It was so spectacular. The kiss that we had, most people probably didn't notice the fireworks. But I did not see yeah, it. Yeah. So it it I was way more focused on the kiss. <laughs> I figured, yeah. It was, I, it, I always feel weird watching the kiss. I'm like, yeah. I think this is a you thing. I don't know that this needs to be a me thing. But yeah, there were fireworks that went off. So there were, there were surprises cool. there too. So, hmm. All right. Well, anyway, I'm looking forward to it. We'll have Chris back in two weeks. Episode 200 is going to be two weeks from now. Uh, so we will uh, we'll get a full postmortem on the wedding at that point. Uh, we're at the point in the show where we catch up on anything we forgot, final thoughts, how to follow people. We'll start with producer Zach and work our way around the room. Uh, I'll do two normal ones. I'll do uh, L&K, uh, get some beef because it's grilling season, even if it was snowing when I showed up today. <laughs> um, and then my cousin's got Beehive Body Company. Uh, and she does like soaps and stuff. And so leading into Easter, she usually come up with some fun stuff. And, and that, and if, you, and if you're eager to get back to reality and you want to travel and you want to fly, she sells shampoo and conditioner that is in bar form, which means you can pack your whole suitcase full of it, and TSA won't care. It is so good, too. And it works. It's the best stuff. And we've got the, we got the bougie beach in the bathroom upstairs. That's my, that's my hand wash. That and the sugar scrubs are great. The, the uh. sugar scrub and yeah, and the bar soaps and stuff. But yeah, you can have like your shampoo, and it works. Like I was skeptical, but the shampoo like lathers up real well. Also, I've done the shampoo bar. I was looking during COVID, I was looking for uh, a conditioner, but it was hard to find. They have conditioner bars too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, she does both. I had to use apple cider vinegar. Don't. Do that. <laughs> she'll ship. It or hurts she does, your eyeballs. Uh, you're, if you're ever passing through Mount Summit, she does contactless pickup. She just throws it in a bag and throws oh, it on the shelf. Betsy, final thoughts. Uh, um, wow, I, I love hearing about Beehive Body because it's one of my favorite businesses in the world, but also in Henry County and, and Mary and Crunchy and Jenny are amazing. Um, this has been really fun. I usually come in and I feel like it's just me and you guys. And well, last time it was Stacy Guffey, but I liked this. This was, yeah, this it, was it fun. Was, so I'm glad we all got to do it. Um, no, I feel like I've talked a lot. Um, if people are interested in HB 1381, I would say there's, uh, there's, please keep an eye on it. Please contact your legislators. 
Um, please look, you know, keep track of the Senate Utilities Committee. Um, if you're interested in the group Hoosiers for Home Rule, they're at Facebook, Hoosiers for Home Rule website, same name. And they're also on Twitter at Save Home Rule. And they are soliciting donations for those who uh, might be inclined to donate towards their legal efforts. So Henry County does have two senators. It's Gene Lysing, who represents the bottom two thirds of mm-hmm. the county. That's right. And Mike Gaskell represents yeah. the top third. But if you just call their office and say, hey, I'm so-and-so from Henry County. It's kind of like you have two senators. So you have two that might listen to you. That's right? exactly right. And Jean and is on the committee. On the, yes, so she sits on the utilities please, Yeah, please feel free to reach out to uh, Senator Lysing and uh, give her your thoughts. Uh, Senator Gaskell, too. And he's already come out pretty strong against it. I don't know how Jean's feeling about it, but um, I know she's always receptive to constituents. So, um, yeah, definitely reach out. It's so easy to make a call or send an email. It's, it's Calling is better. Thank you, Betsy. Uh, anything from uh, Bobby? Well, Commissioner did, uh, Plummer. Commissioner Plummer. Please don't be so formal. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, If I see you in Kroger, that's what you're getting from oh, me. Oh, please, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I actually She'll just, just keep walking. Just keep, <laughs> you know, yeah, she's just, over there. I'll have my mask on. You won't recognize me. <laughs> Put that uh, in actually, somebody did come up every meeting, and they're like, Commissioner Plummer. And I'm like, oh, no, please. Oh, Bobby. Commissioner, yeah. And then, Those are my parents. Then she, talked to me on, she called me on the phone. She's like, Commissioner Plummer, how are you today? I'm like, oh, no, please. <laughs> it's Bobby. Um, I appreciate you guys having us on tonight. The hour and a half or however long, two hours, it's gone pretty quick. We're going for it's the record. Di- it's different when the lights are on. You think it's still daylight out, although it may still the be The bright lights of Boss Hog in yeah, here, yes. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed it. Again, HB 1381, um, not good for the county. Um, again, reach out if you have any questions on solar. Uh, please reach out to me. Uh, our phone number, my phone number is on the Henry County website. Um, so you can call, leave a message. It'll direct you to my cell phone as well. Uh, give me a call. Very nice. Thank you for being here. Now, give me a call for anything. Right. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter what you ha- want to talk to me. About. 83%. <laughs> hey, that's, that's council, not commissioner. I'm staying in my lane. Oh, I got those calls, believe me. Hey, but I got you with the assessor. I know, yes. I, and she uh, said, oh, your quarrel's not with me. It's with council. I said, I know. <laughs> they sent me here. <laughs> Susan, thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks. Anything to pitch? Any Anything fun? Anything we missed? No, thanks for having me. And um, our email and phone numbers are on the county website if you want to get a hold of me for any reason. Love to hear from everybody. Awesome. Thanks. It's been our pleasure to have you guys it's here. It's been fun. Always yeah. an open door for our elected or not quite yet elected officials. So mm-hmm. we, we try to make sure we include everybody in the in the conversation. I will give Representative Saunders a, a plug. Every time I have to speak in public, he grows through my mind because he is so comfortable and good. He can just get up and speak about anything. And I always tell him that my goal is to be like him. <laughs> He's you know, a- to be able to speak about anything and... Uh, be so comfortable with it. He's been a he very good wing. friend of this show has, in, the, in the existence yes, of it. Yes. And a very good representative of the yes, county. Very, yeah, he very sure good has been. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mr. Jesse Riddle, anything we need to clean up? No. Ready to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's nine o'clock. It's nine o'clock. There's probably like six inches of snow outside. Oh my gosh, I forgot about and that. It's Newcastle, so it's like there's nothing. Everything's closed now. now. You're you're out of luck. Yeah. yeah. You gotta go to Indy. All right. You guys are awesome. Thank you all very much. Uh look remember we are off next week. It's probably gonna be April's Fool's joke against me, but Chris Guffey has promised a great return for episode two hundred. Gonna be an all star cast. All the uh all your favorite voices from the Boss Hog uh two hundred episodes are supposed to be coming back through, so we'll see you all then.